Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, guys. I'm Shayla Brown, and this is The Dish with Shayla Brown. I'm so ready to get back to dishing with you. Welcome back. Okay, so it's been about six months of a hiatus. It was not supposed to be six months, but it was. And I so apologize for those that started getting into a rhythm of listening. The good thing is, is that we left the first season of episodes up so that people could refer back to them. But now, now, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. There's so many new episodes to come and so many topics to cover. And you'll find that now... We'll be focusing a lot more in regards to relationships, but not just relationships like romantic relationships, but just friendships, family relationships, dynamics with other people from the outside as well. And really just in terms of like your own relationship with yourself as well. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm so looking forward to the season. So let's dish. I'm ready. Okay. So here we are. It's August. Oh my gosh, August, like it's been like maybe six months, almost seven months since the new year started. And so much stuff has happened to me in my own personal life, like during this hiatus, like it's been quite eventful. That's the best way I could describe it, eventful. (laughs) And then not so eventful. Anyway, okay, so some of the topics that we're going to be discussing. Wow. To start off this first episode. I didn't really want to get in like on one of the topics, so to speak, like of what's like coming, but I did want to give like an overall scope. So for those that have not like been with us for the previous year, and then just to get a feel for like what our podcast is going to be about. Okay. So here's, here's the gist. Relationships. We move through life with these different romantic relationships, whether we're dating or if you are in a committed relationship with a boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever. The point is, is like you end up in this dating kind of circle. Um, And then there's those that have like chosen and have gotten married. And then you have those that have been married for a period of time, those that are divorced, widowed. The point is, is that we have so many different levels of relationships when it comes to involvement with a partner. Okay, so there's all these different things that um, make up a relationship, right? So there's the trust factor, there's the um, communication factor, there's the romance, there's the individuality as well, like being your own individual in your relationships. And with that, there's always something that the other person is coming to that relationship with whether it be baggage, whether it be experience or what have you. And so what's been discovered is that when you're coming to a new relationship or coming into a marriage or coming into like the dating scene and you're carrying the baggage from your previous relationships, it will set the tone as to how that relationship, that this new relationship or this, this, this relationship that you're in in it will set the tone as to some of the things that will happen with it, how successful the relationship can be and how detrimental your own personal baggage can be to that relationship as well. So last season, we talked about getting out of like your own way and being able to move forward in um, relationships that will benefit you. So as we kick off this new season, 
We'll have like even some guests and such that I want to be able to bring on and to bring some enlightenment on some of the issues, like whether sharing their own experience or just kind of doing some um, on the spot problem solving. Like so we're going to do a variety of different things that I think that you as a listener will um, really like kind of tap in and be able to get something from it. And um, we can all benefit, even myself, even purging some of it out will even benefit myself. So one of the topics, again, that I spoke about before, cheating. Ah, It's such like an issue. And I find like here in particular in Ghana, which is so crazy to me, is that the cheating thing is very common. And it's like almost accepted, which is like, it's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And the best way I can describe it is that the men here pretty much do what they want to do. It's a norm to cheat. There's don't get me wrong. There's plenty that don't, but there's it's like a norm to cheat. And then because the women don't properly like train the men here, they do what they want to do. And the women are expecting that they'll be cheated on. So they already assume that the man can cheat on them. So there's like no surprise factor, which is like crazy to me. Okay, so then you already set it up. You already expect the man to cheat and what have you. And then instead of locking it down, right, you either accept it and you go get yourself a boyfriend or whatever and you cheat too or you accept the fact that there's going to just be like other women involved and at the same time you're like taking pieces away um, of yourself of your own womanhood and the confidence and such that you feel about yourself like I don't understand why 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 to do like that kind of self-harm to your own confidence about being with a man like I don't understand like why you would allow your confidence to be broken down like that because he's choosing not to just be with you he's choosing other women but at the same time the men like it's just it's greedy it's beyond greedy it's just so outright disrespectful and I don't understand like why it's such a common thing if you are interested in like being with this woman that woman this woman that woman don't commit Don't say I'm going to be like in this dated relationship on one-on-one. Don't say I want to get married to this one woman. Don't say like that you're off the market and then you really go back and cheat. Don't do that. Just be straight up. If you want to be out there with the woman, say I want to be out there with the woman. And that's it. That's just it. Okay. Now, what damage does that do to those that are looking to find relationships here that don't cheat? They don't expect you to cheat. They don't look for you to cheat. They don't feel like they've ever been cheated on. So what it does is that it gives like a dark cloud over those men that are good men that don't want to cheat. It gives a dark cloud over those females that don't even think about cheating and assuming um, from the male side that they would, that they'll be just as grimy as some of the men are. So it really kind of hurts like in that in that space of where people are trying to find good partners, the stereotypes and the typical thing that happens overshadows those that are really just trying to be like good men and like a good woman and be someone that is a perspective like partner whether they want to look at just being in a long-term relationship or even if it's like that they're ready to just be married so 
that's something that like we'll get involved with um, with other couples because I want to be able to do some problem solving and hear some of the challenges that they've had when it comes to cheating in their relationship and and just in regards to their communities or if there's friends around that are are participating in like this kind of bad behavior so um, we'll do like where we'll bring some couples on and, and just kind of get that feedback from them directly and then do some problem solving so okay so that's on the cheating level here's some other things that we're going to be talking about one of them again coming under like the relationship like um, romantic relationship is about getting out of the the rhythm the pattern of picking the wrong people like constantly picking the same type of relationships like it's a never-ending circle like constant um uh, repeat of the same bad behavior basically is like what it is so like say for instance like you, you you tend to be like a man that finds these women that are extremely clean like they they everything that you do they're doing everything that you say they're saying like it's just like right there like they can't do their own thing can't do their own projects can't they're just extremely clean and you keep finding the same female it's the same one no matter what well for that you have to look into yourself you have to look at what energy you're giving off and what are some of the things that you do when you're even approaching a woman looking for a woman that you do that's that seem to be repeat like you always seem to look for the same type of female like either she looks a certain way her security levels are of a certain type she's more into listening to everything that you tell her to do without having her own opinion in mind and that's what you're attracting to at first and so once you get into it then you find that it's the same type of female every time well you have to get out of that pattern be out of that pattern but also be be very like direct about what it is that you're really wanting. If you want a woman that is going to be more independent and what have you, then don't look for the same ones that aren't being ambitious about their careers. Um, so it's the same thing for the female. It's like if you're looking for a certain type of man, be very clear as to some of the traits that you're really um, desiring, but also what you need like what works best for the type of personality that you have and for some of the dreams and goals that you have like a very controlling jealous kind of man is not someone that you would want to be with if you're very goal oriented wanting to do your own career wanting to get out make some of your own money but then at the same time have a partner being with a man that's extremely jealous and one that wants to be more controlling and would prefer a woman that's a little bit more like calm in the house not really ambitious about anything that's not the kind of man that you need to be with because <laughs> you're gonna have some conflicts and as a matter of fact it can get very heightened um, to a point where you'll you'll end up being in more of a relationship that will be damaging for you it'll be very drama and toxic because the constant battle will be about shutting down some of the goals and aspirations that you have and because of how women love it can even affect your timing in regards to how you get certain things accomplished in life it'll block you so you know that's another thing about just being in the wrong type of relationships um, of, of really kind of establishing um, what some of your needs are versus what some of your desires are and what works best for you versus the things that you see on the outer layer that, um, that fit the part, right? 
Okay, so some of the other things to be discussed. Oh my gosh, there's so many topics. But one, uh, love and money. Think about it, love and money. Most people will say like love and money doesn't mix because if there's one person making more money than the next, they feel like that's a conflict. But it works for some people. It can work. And then there's an issue that you can be in love and there not be enough money. So it can cause conflict because you're just constantly like, whether it be the bills or whether it be like the other person's in large debt, um, the other person doesn't know how to manage money. Um, one person's a big spender, another's a saver. Um, another does irresponsible like investments and it's like troubling for your partner. Um, the fact that maybe someone is stingy about their money, meaning that they don't like to spend it. They don't like to participate and give in. Like they feel like they have to keep it to themselves as, as though they're going to die with the money. <laughs> but but just the, the conflict of, of how money can play a role in causing and bringing up other issues that sometimes you don't always expect, which is why it's so important that you discuss um, money, financial issues before you even get into a committed relationship or marriage with someone. But here's a question. Like, when you're in the process of dating with someone, when at some point do you actually discuss money? Like how much do you make or um, what are some of your spending habits? Like at what point do you actually discuss it? Like, is it like first date? Is it third date? Is it like maybe after a few months of dating the person? Is it, I don't know, like six months in? At what point do you start dating and start talking about the finance side? Me personally, I would say you should really be covering it in your first two dates. Because there's no use in wasting time. Like, what's the point of wasting time? If the person doesn't have the same type of mantra like that you have about um, money, about spending, about saving, about the investments and such that you want to do, then what would be the point of wasting your time being with somebody that is not going to fit into the kind of mindset and, and rhythm of what you're trying to do? Or something that you've already established as one of your previous things that we just said, like some of the things that you need in a partner. So like if you're a person that is like um, financially ambitious, so you are about making money, like you're, you really want to live like a certain lifestyle and what have you. Let's say that you're a person that is of interest that you're looking to get into like the serious relationship with. If they could care less about money or if they're not very ambitious, they're okay to just work the same job and that's fine for them and they're very complacent in that, that may not be the right person for you. Or you can have that conversation with them and you can possibly like ignite that in them. Like you can get them encouraged and, and even light that fire under them if it's the right person. So I think it should be discussed like earlier on so that it can be very clear as to like, you know, what what are some of the expectations that the person has for their partner for not just spending money, but saving money and how much they're making in money. And that would go for females and males, because in this day and age, like, well, Ghana in particular, there's a lot more females that kind of sit back and just want to be taken care of. I can't get down with that for that. It's not me. 
it's not me but it's a it's a big thing here but then there's those females that really want to like aspire for something more they want to do something individual like they want to be independent and so finding a man that is okay for that to occur to like have his woman be out there and be like independently working or building a business and what have you like you know it's important to find someone that could be okay like that especially here like in in Ghana or in West Africa in particular it's like you need to make sure that the partner that you're picking is going to be supportive across the board and making money that's big that's really big Okay, so what if as a woman, you're making more money than your man? How about that? Can you do it? And how much more money? Like how much more can you make than your male partner where it's still comfortable? And okay, men, if your woman is making more money than you, like how how are you feeling about that? Like, what if like you start getting the feedback from like your friends or family or what have you, the comments that come with it, you know, like, can you deal with it? Because most women who will be with a man who makes less money than them, it's not about the money for them. It's about the romance. It's about the partnership. It's about the love and the honesty that they're looking for. They could care less at that point about the money. So can you do it? (laughs) <laughs> what are some of the um, the rules or what are some of like the guidelines that you'd be following though? Like if in the case like she makes more money than you, um, are there rules about like who pays for the house or who pays for like groceries or who pays for like the trips or anything else you do? Or do you do it at all? Does, does it all become then the man's responsibility because that's just what the roles have been set out to be like historically? So can it be like where the man is responsible for the cost of living so you don't live above the means that where your your male spouse can like cover the basics right or do you go on and allow for your wife who's making more than you to go on and afford a grander lifestyle and you just fit into it so it would be like it would be an insult then if you switch it around and you say no you can't the woman can't make more no the woman can't do this she, she can't bring us into a different lifestyle because if it was the other way around men are doing it every day for women so there's plenty of women especially here in Ghana where the women are not making money they are not definitely not making anything close to what their male counterparts are making and the man will take her to to eat he'll take care of the the cost of living in terms of the house if there's a vehicle or transportation cost or if you have to go buy food for groceries if there's like medical stuff so that's all falling on the man's shoulders anyway so isn't it like basically a contradiction if you say that if it's the other way around that it's a problem because if men are having to do it every day then why is it a problem right okay so some of the other topics let's see Uh, i'm looking through the list because there's a lot of things that will end up being discussed but some of these were more um, of interest than others for some of our listeners okay so here's a fun one make love not conflict (laughs) <laughs> okay, so this is one of the ones that I, I like because I don't like to be like 
having drama. I don't like to be arguing. I don't like to, I don't like conflict. I don't. Now, can I like get with the conflict? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll be very clear about what my points are <laughs> and then I'll leave it alone. So I don't like conflict. I'm more into like, let's just make love. Let's just be like in this loving space of where we are like kumbaya, like, oh, babe, oh, babe. Like, you know, so we don't stay there for long. I see, I try not to talk on our own personal relationship. We don't stay there for long, though. That's the bottom line. Like, neither my husband and I, we're not people who like to stay in conflict. We don't like to have the drama. We don't like to, to have it heightened. So you can talk about issues, and you can get your point out. You can say, like, what you're not comfortable with. You can, like, you know, I didn't like it when you did this, or I don't like that, or this particular thing is bothering me, or whatever. But at the same time, Make sure that the other person is hearing you, but don't stay, don't stay in a conflict space. When you stay in a conflict space and you're not giving the other person a chance to voice their opinion and then it's just constant, just nah, 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 nah. Yeah, you're not giving the, the moment time to, um, to be heard and then to have resolution to it and then to let it like sit in the relationship. You're just having the conflict and the conflict will create more conflict because then you won't realize how you ended up in that conflict in the first place. And then the conflict just kind of continues. It just festers and it's not a good thing so get an issue out discuss it talk about it hear the other person out you don't even really have to go into too much discussion even sometimes just saying like I really didn't like it when you did such and such and such and such and then okay at, at that point it's up to you as the partner listening to either change it make some alterations so it doesn't bother your partner again or it's just like okay I recognize it and you just like dead it all together you just stop doing it all together so at that point, then you're able to get to the love part. <laughs> at that point, then, you know, you're not like soured on your on your partner. You're back to the laughing. You're back to the, oh, I love you. You're back to like, let's go hang out. Let's, you know. So that topic is going to be something that we'll talk a lot more about. And I'll be excited about that one because I'm into, I'm definitely into the whole love, love part. Probably sometimes too much <laughs> if you let him tell you. Anyway, okay. So we have so many topics that are going to be coming up and I'm just really excited. Um, you'll see like in the next couple of weeks, like each Wednesday, the episodes will be released, but you'll see how sometimes on the Instagram page, the Facebook page, there's going to be questions that get thrown out there and it'll be asking in regards to certain topics that are upcoming. So we'll have the pre-recorded topics, but because it's really important for me to get the feedback of those that are listening, there's going to be some that will be um, kind of switched up a bit. Like we'll have some additions done or some edits done because I want to make sure that the points of the listeners are added in there and that we cover some of the questions that you guys might have in regards to certain topics as well. So I'm just really looking forward to this next season. I really am. I hope you are too. And the next maybe two to three weeks are going to be very interesting because we'll dive um, very like deep into some major issues. Um, just to give you an example, uh, dealing with narcissism in a relationship and a marriage. And 
you don't know what narcissism is, we're definitely going to discuss it. And it's really big because it's extremely common. Narcissism is more common than people think. And so how do you deal with a narcissist, whether it's a male, female, what have you, how do you deal with it? And what do you do? How do you get out of it? And what happens after you get out of it? So narcissism is going to be very big. Another one, we're going to talk about blended families. So getting into a marriage where um, both parties are bringing children or one person has children and you're bringing them into this into the situation. And how do you deal with the dynamic of that new family? And then how do you deal with the issues that may arise or the positives that can be put in place on dealing with the parent on the opposite side or the in-laws or just you know the family that surrounds the inner core of that family so that is going to be an interesting one it's definitely one that is another common topic that we'll cover and we'll dive real deep into so i'm just i'm so excited to be back you guys you have no idea because i'm needing this outlet just as much as some of you are needing to hear it <laughs> so we have some issues to work through together and it's going to be good i'm i'm excited about it um we're even going to have like some episodes where we don't just do the audio where you can actually go back and you can look at the audio and the video, which I'm excited about that as well. So I just hope that you stick with me and um, bring some other people, tell your friends about it. And even after we have some of the topics that we discuss on here, go back and talk to your friends about it. Like talk to your partner about it. Generate some additional conversations. Get some folks to come in and start listening as well. And we'll go from there. I'm, I'm really excited. So thank you for coming. Thank you for, for dishing with me in this episode. Thank you for, for holding on and, and continuing to follow and waiting for me to come back anyway. I really appreciate it. And for those that were sending messages and asking, like, when are the episodes going to start and stuff, I appreciate you because it kept me, like, really motivated to make sure I came back to finish. So I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm so excited about it. Okay, so now we're going to close this episode. Come back next Wednesday, hump day, and we'll dish. Thank you, guys.